camel and my ding dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a city and we're rolling out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Sarah. And I'm Andrea. And we are the Flavortonians. Yay! Oh god, we're someday we're gonna nail that. Like episode like two hundred and six. Like, well, this is only episode two, so we, we <laughs> I think we're doing okay so far. Indeed. Um so hello listeners. Um welcome to um the Flavortonians, the podcast wherein Sarah and I cook our way um through the American culinary classic Guy Fieri food. Or is it Guy Fieri food? Guy. It's Guy Fieri food. Guy Fieri Guy food. F- food. Yes. Guy Fieri food. Cooking it. Living it. Loving it. Um, so every episode, um, one of us will tackle to the best of our ability and our sobriety an actual Guy Fieri recipe from the book Guy Fieri food. Um, you'll get to come into the kitchen with us, experience our highs, our lows, our victories, our losses, our journey to Flavor Town. Um, last week, Sarah took us, did not take us to Flavortown <laughs> with buffalo balls. Um, <laughs> um, but this week, first, Sarah is going to do the news roundup uh, with the latest Guy Fieri updates. Um, and then after that, I'm going to tell her what I will be cooking this week. So uh, here goes, guys. Yeah. God, how can there possibly be a story about him taking selfies in Virginia? But well, there is. Wow, that's a, it's like a whole like with a headline and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's in the headline. Oh, he's doing a, a triple D. They made a story out of him just taking selfies with locals. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Wait, is this on like Eater or something? This is no. It's it's the local, the Virginian pilot. Ah. Okay. Well, slow news day, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything else? Um, everyone sent me the um, this episode of, gosh, what's it called? Hot, hot ones. And I still haven't watched it yet, but it's apparently a an interview a web series where um, the host sits down with people and has like uh, seven wings or something, and each one is progressively more spicy. <laughs> and they, they're just having like a regular conversation, but but the the idea is that it becomes harder to speak. Anyway, apparently Guy Fieri was on it, so I, I I'm looking forward to watching that. Uh, I think we should both probably explore that and maybe maybe circle back and discuss that on a later episode. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. It apparent he apparently has a relationship with Drake. Drake, like he's of Hotline Bling. Drake, yes. <laughs> So I'm excited to hear about that. Okay. And I hope that it doesn't involve any Drake Guy Fieri slash fic. Um, Like, it's not that kind of relationship, is it? Doesn't seem to be, but I guess we'll find out. (laughs) Can I tell you what I plan to cook for my brunch party tomorrow? Yes, please. Okay. This was very difficult. Um, (laughs) It was more difficult than I thought it was going to be. I, like, only having casually looked through the book before, and even, like, talking with you about your buffalo balls, like, the sheer, like, complication and involvement <laughs> and ingredients of, like, this is an uncookable cookbook. Yeah, it definitely is. It really is. 
So I was really struggling because I was like, because it's a brunch party, right? Everybody's coming over at like 11. And I was like, I just want something that I can like make the night before or like heat up or whatever and have it ready to go. (laughs) This is not a cookbook for that. Nevertheless, I have persevered. Okay. Um, Okay. I invite you to turn to page 239. Oh. This is a great brunch recipe, I think. Yeah, exactly. So I was I was super pleased. So listeners, uh, I will be making Guy Fieri's Bloody Mary Flank Steak. It's basically a steak marinated in Bloody Mary mix. And then you garnish it with Bloody Mary garnishes. Um, so it is pretty fucking simple. In fact, like, I think this might be the most simple recipe in the book. Are you, are you grilling? Do you have to grill this? So I'm not, so per the terms of my rental agreement, I'm not allowed to have a grill. (laughs) Um, I do have a grill pan, (laughs) so I will be, I will be doing that. Yeah. I I do think, I mean, I do think like grilled onions and tomatoes are some of my favorite things and probably grilled celery is pretty good too. I've never, I, it's interesting to me that you would marinate steak in vodka. Yeah, right? <laughs> that sounds a little crazy. Well, okay. Well, oh, so if we, if, we, okay. if we turn to the text, um, yes. according to Mr. Fieri, uh, the vodka has a tenderizing effect. Yeah. So, I, I, like, All right. I certainly don't think that, I mean, like, in my opinion, like, vodka is by far my least favorite um, spirit, and I think it sort of tastes like pee. But I do love Bloody Marys, and I drink vodka and Bloody Marys all the time. Um, I still don't, like, I don't, I I agree, like, I'm not sure I could, would consider it an attractive flavor to put on uh, yeah. anything. I'm excited to hear how this goes. Yeah, so uh, here in a couple of minutes, I'm going to make my, make my marinade. Good luck. Woo! Flavor town. So uh, we are off to a pretty cool start here in Flavortown, um, Flavortown, California. Um, I just cracked open a delicious Coors Banquet beer and was getting ready to begin marinating my flank steak for the party tomorrow. Um, right now it's Friday afternoon. Um, it's it's early. It's late after. It's three thirty-five p.m. and I've opened a beer, so that's where we're at. Um, I was going to marinate my flank steak early, like be super time conscious, like impress all my guests. Hello, welcome to my beautiful home. I have all my shit together. Nothing in my life is a lie. Um, But I don't have any fucking vodka in the house. And the flank steak has to marinate in vodka in addition to the Bloody Mary mix stuff or whatever. Um, So I would rather drink this beer on my porch um, then go to the bodega and buy vodka. So I'm gonna have my husband get some vodka on the way home from work, and then I'll just do the marinade later tonight, this evening, after I've had three, four, five more of these beers. Um, I think that should go super well. Everything's on track for an excellent brunch party tomorrow. You don't make some tailgate rock. Exactly. Shamalama <laughs> ding dong. Yeah. So my husband has returned from work with the necessary vodka, um, and I had a necessary two couple of beers, and now we've opened a bottle of rosé, but I think I'm going to be able to manage making this 
marinade. Um, this was by far one of the simpler recipes in this ridiculous book, which is like basically restaurant level cooking, um, which uh, is ridiculous. But here we are. We've made our bed full of donkey sauce and we will lie in it. A cup of vegetable juice and a half a cup of vodka is going in. A teaspoon of fine sea salt. I have regular fucking sea salt. A teaspoon of freshly ground black pepper. Now we're gonna add in a teaspoon of hot sauce. All right, tablespoon of fresh lemon juice, which I've already squeezed. A tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce. Now I myself am a major proponent of Worcestershire sauce and a major consumer of Worcestershire sauce. Um, I typically would put more than one tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce in any Bloody Mary, like any single Bloody Mary I would make. He wants one tablespoon for this whole fucking mix. I'm gonna do what Guy says, even though I have some reservations about it. Then we will put in two crushed garlic cloves. Next, he wants a teaspoon of onion powder. Okay, then he wants a teaspoon, a teaspoon, mind you, of ground celery seed. Guess what they don't sell at the store? Ground celery seed. Um, so I had to buy celery seeds, um, and now I will grind them like an asshole. They were pretty fucking small already, to be honest with you. A tablespoon of horseradish, prepared horseradish, not fresh, which is another mistake, but whatever, Guy Fieri, we'll talk about it later. And a quarter cup of olive oil, which, like, fine, I guess, I only buy good olive oil because I don't like, because I like the way it tastes. I don't cook with it often, so putting a whole fucking quarter cup in this thing seems silly to me, but... Okay, so we're gonna mix it up. I mean, that looks like Bloody Mary mix. <laughs> really oily, really, really olive oily Bloody Mary mix. I will say it tastes pretty good. Mmm. No, that's lovely. I'm gonna marinate my steak in half of this mixture. I am not using a flank steak, I'm using a tri-tip cut, which apparently is a thing that is like extra available on the West Coast, hooray. Um, so I'm gonna dump this in the fridge overnight and then cook it tomorrow morning uh, before the party. And I'm going to um, have it as a meat optional ingredient on a separate Bloody Mary salad that I'm pretty excited about. So, um, yeah. So now I am getting ready to make my, finish off my steak and my marinade. Um, I am not making this in time for my brunch party, which was yesterday. So first I am going to, I'm reducing um, half of the marinade in a saucepan. So I'm just gonna put my steak on. Here we go. Okay. I could never, well, I say that. I will eventually have to give up meat like the rest of the people living in the apocalypse. Um, but 
Um, I really hate getting meat juice all over my hands, and I think a tremendous advantage of being vegetarian is not having to worry about raw meat juice all over your house. The marinade has, the marinade for the steak has fucking olive oil in it. And you obviously have to marinate it in the refrigerator, and olive oil separates and gets chunky in the fridge. So when I took my plank steak out to cook it, it had chunks all over it of olive oil. Like, you don't... What? There's not an advantage of fucking, like, marinating your steak in olive oil if it's just going to get chunky. Okay, our steak is at... I think, I think, I truly believe in my heart that it is closer to medium than to burnt to a crisp on the inside. I'm gonna be delicious. Camelama ding dong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall, uh, do you want to say Guy Fieri Grace? <laughs> How does Guy Fieri Grace go? <laughs> Shamalama ding dong. Shamalama, good God, y'all. <laughs> I feel like um, getting the Bloody Mary in the sauce for sure. Yeah. Um, the meat itself, I just think it tastes like vodka. It does. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Okay. laughs> it's, it's like the, the pits of the, like the, the, the end of the, the cows that were stuck in the cave in Russia at the end of the war. <laughs> So I'm ready to tell you about how Bloody Mary Flag Steak went. I am very excited to hear how this went. I did not go to Flavortown <laughs> unless Flavortown is a place that tastes like very cheap vodka. Oh, no. Oh, I don't. Okay, so I think I feel like I had high hopes for this recipe. Me too, right? Because it's like it could not be easier. Like make Bloody mm -hmm. Mary, make make a literal Bloody Mary, marinate yeah. the steak in it, and mm -hmm. then grill the steak. Right. Um. Couple of caveats there. I did not end up having enough time to make it for the brunch party that I had intended to make it for. So I made it the next day, which meant that it mm -hmm. did marinate for moderately longer than Guy Fieri recommends. Okay. Um, but I, you know, I managed to actually like grill it to perfection. I mean, to actual, to real fucking medium, which is super mm -hmm. hard for me. Like I'm very bad with like, with red meat temperatures. Um, yeah. So it was, it looked great. Um, you know, had that nice, like just little bit of red on the inside and a fade out to pink and brown. Um, and then like I, we sliced into it. I fed it to my husband and we sliced into it and I was like, so that is what a cow would taste like if a cow was made of vodka. <laughs> oh, no. It was vodka flavored steak. It was. That's gross. Like, and it's one of those things where like, if you, like, I like bourbon. I like bourbon flavored things. Like, I don't mind mm -hmm. a bourbon marinated chicken or a steak, but I do like fucking vodka steak is just not. <laughs> it was like sour. Yeah, yeah, I guess I can see that now. But so the the tomato part of it didn't, like... So, yeah, so he does have you, like, reduce half of that marinade to make, like, a drizzle. 
and if you like a Bloody mm-hmm. Mary, it is a it's a decent drizzle on top of your steak. So that was fine. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I also did, which is not something that Guy Fieri tells you to do. He kind of like like tosses away like, oh, you could grill some tomatoes and put it on here. So I did grill tomatoes and I grilled onions and I also grilled celery mm-hmm. and tossed it like in some like olive oil and garlic and a little bit of Bloody Mary spice and like Cholula. And the mm-hmm. grilled celery was in fucking incredible. Wow. I wouldn't have thought that. I would like I had no idea what to expect. Like I had this like floppy, like shitty celery bunch that I was like, well, I got to get rid of it anyway. But it really like brought out the like like nutty, nutty, salty element of celery. Mm-hmm. So, cool. yeah, so I learned that grilling celery is a good idea and that marinating steak and vodka is a bad idea. So actually the celery was Flavortown. Yes, 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 indeed, very much. <laughs> then that's a success. <laughs> Yay. Flavortown. Uh, so see you next week, listeners, and thank you to James Nielsen for the use of his Flavortown remix. You can find more of his work at youtube.com slash cool as heck. Awesome. Thanks, listeners. See you next week. Bye. Camelama ding dong.